good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Eurofolk Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Monday, February 14th, 2022. And normally we say this show is meant to present nutritional information only, but today we're going to be talking more about financial stuff and, and even some non-financial stuff. We're going to be talking about Hyperverse as soon as John and Kathy get here. And uh, that being said, I encourage you to check out both our websites, uh, yourdiyhealth.com, that's Y-O-U-R, D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, dot com, and yourdiywealth.com. Um, the only difference between the two sites, well, the addresses anyway, is the H <laughs> for health and the W for wealth. Other than that, it's exactly the same address. And uh, when you're on the Wealth site, make sure you check or click the Hyperverse tab. And there are um, several videos there that uh, explain the program. And it is just, you know, the best thing I can tell you. And I'm just going from, I'm, I'm reading things that are directly from the website. What if you had an opportunity to take advantage of the crypto industry without worrying about market volatility? Learn how you can capitalize on the next megatrend that was greater than the internet and mobile phone revolutions combined. Learn how you can become part of the dynamic hyper community and experience the incredible benefits, and they are incredible, of membership. Uh, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Several listeners uh, to this show and to Rogers are already involved with Hyperverse, and I think they will agree they've never seen anything like it. It's absolutely genius the way Ryan Ju and Sam Lee have put this program together. And they did so along with the Federal Trade Commission to make sure that we were 100% compliant with U.S. laws and by default pretty much compliant with every country in the world. And that's the beauty of this thing. You can do it anywhere in the world and uh, it works the same everywhere. It takes advantage of the crypto uh, realm without having to worry about volatility. The system works the same every single day, regardless of whether cryptos go up or down or up or down <laughs> or whatever, but they just keep on, it keeps on working. And I'll stay, say out front, it is not an investment of any kind. We made sure, uh, through the uh, federal trade commission that that was the case. Uh, there's no financial value within the system, but the beauty of it is the rewards you receive inside the system can be taken out and converted to financial devices such as Tether, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever you want. And then you can move it other places, you can buy things with it, or you can convert it into fiat currency, put it on a debit card and spend it. It's just absolutely amazing. So anyway, check the thing out, and uh, there is going to be a uh, rather interesting, um, oh, what do you want to call it, uh, presentation today at 5.30 Eastern Time, um, and I'm just going to read what John has on the, uh, the announcement. On Monday the 14th, VIP five stars Amanda Lee, who is the, I think, the number two person in the Western Hemisphere with Hyperverse, and Adrian Atawi, I think it is. Uh, we'll be presenting a new way of introducing Hyperverse to, to potential members. Adrian developed an amazing hardcore due diligence presentation that we had the privilege of reviewing today, which was Friday, 
and we assure you, you do not want to miss this meeting. Make sure all your team members and your guests that are sitting on the fence have an invitation to this rare opportunity. And uh, again, that's going to be at um, 5.30 p.m. today, Eastern Time. And uh, if you want to take a part of that, you can go to my, my Telegram channel or to, um, well, let me see here. I can also, if I can get to it, I'll put it in the chat room. Doo, 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 doo. And it has the, the link to the Zoom uh, room that it's going to be held at and all the stuff that you need to get and gain access. It's all right there in the chat room now. Um, so anybody who wants to take part of that, feel free. And uh, from what John told me on Friday evening, uh, this is something you don't want to miss. <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing program. And um, they have done a lot of digging, which I'm sure when John and Kathy get here, they'll uh, kind of give some hints towards. But um, needless to say, it's going to be, uh, even for folks that are already in Hyperverse, uh, if you're into sharing this with other people, this is a program that you you want to make sure that you catch because that's one of the things they are doing here. They've done a lot of research, and um, I'm not going to spill the beans, but John can give a little bit more update on that when he gets here. Let's just suffice it to say um, this is one of the best opportunities ever to come along, and uh, the sooner you get involved, <laughs> the sooner you can reap the benefits and uh, help others do the same. And with all the stuff going on with the um, fiat currency, the uh, uh, central banking system, and all those things that are all part of what uh, life in, in the world today, um, they're setting us up to be able to do con total control of people. And when they control the finances, they literally control you. Uh, when they can turn your bank accounts on and off, turn your debit cards and credit cards on and off uh, when there's no cash and everything is electronic and they control it that's not a good position to be in if you are uh what's the best way you know if you are of the pers persuasion of freedom <laughs> let's put it that way <laughs> if you tend to say what you think and think what you say and act accordingly uh that isn't going to fly in the new uh, system that they're going to roll out. They want total control, uh, total obedience, and anybody who uh, does not exhibit those uh, traits will be dealt with. <laughs> and uh, it won't be pretty. And this is an opportunity to get outside of that system so that you have a way of uh, surviving or at least a better chance at it than you would if you were still stuck in the uh, centralized banking system. So just uh, just a heads up as to what we'll probably be talking about today when John and Kathy get here. But they were extremely excited Friday night when we spoke. <laughs> I will say that. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I'm just looking at some of the things that are going on. Uh, Mike Adams, a health ranger, calls for criminal prosecution of big pharma executives for their role in designing, promoting lethal injections, falsely labeled vaccines. That's for sure. Yeah, I got a call or an email from a buddy of mine the other day. His dad, who was in his 80s, uh, 
about no oh, four or five months ago was forced or browbeaten by his daughter into taking a COVID injection. And Thursday night at nine o'clock, he went into the hospital. And uh, all we can tell at this point, it appears, it appears to be a reaction to uh, that shot. Did somebody want to say something? Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, these things are bad news, and more and more people are succumbing to the uh, some taking them. And in some cases, they did so of their own volition, which is their choice. And you know, you dan you want to dance, you pay. You got to pay your band, or however it goes. Pays your money, takes your chances, whatever. But other people didn't want to do it, like this gentleman. And a family member talked him into it, and uh, and again, go with your gut. If, you, if your gut tells you don't do something, it's not a good idea, stick by that. Um, I would uh, wonder what the daughter's thinking now that her daddy's in the hospital. Oh, she's probably in total denial that it has anything to do with the injection. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard, you know, he hasn't heard, uh, my friend hasn't heard anything as far as exactly what's going on, but he's assuming that it's from the shots. Uh, I assume yeah. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you can bet just like, uh, you know, all these people that are pro these stupid things, they're, they're never going to admit that they were wrong, that there was a problem with the injections. I mean, look at some of these people that are even out there you know, having the, the adverse reactions themselves. And they say, yeah. thank goodness I got my injection or it would have been worse, you know, <laughs> because that's the mindset they're being laid out by the American Murder Association and Big Pharma and all the rest of the people promoting these things. Oh, it couldn't yeah. possibly be the injection. <laughs> you well, you, you saw that female comedian that, that yeah. collapsed the stage, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I played it on the show the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was I'm Wednesday. Just, yeah, I see. I see. She just be on stupid. You you can't help that. Yeah, she, she is beyond help. Yeah, and Jesus loves her best. <laughs> right <laughs> after she says that, boom, down she goes. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. not so much, <laughs> but you know that was that was a snap a slap upside the head. Thinking you better think rethink your line of uh, jokes here, honey. So uh, the next speak. time you may not get up when you fall down. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you just can't help stupid. You just, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't fix it. You can't fix it. And there's a lot of it out there. And well, now the fix is these injections. If they're stupid enough to take it, they're basically calling themselves from the herd. And, and they are. Blue. I set up, a, I just bumped my mic and I set up a reverb kind of thing going there. I got to watch my arms when I swing around. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a sad situation, but unfortunately, you know, it just, it goes to show you that, you know, there are, there's some, one born every minute and, uh, right now there's probably more than one dying every minute as a result of this stuff. And that's making, you know, Bill Gates giddy with glee, you know, and, uh, I'm sure Fauci is happy too, because every time somebody drops dead, that's another, you know, how many bucks he made from selling his little poisonous jabs. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's absolute insanity. I just, you know, hope I'm around to see the day that these guys are brought to justice. You know, I know I will be eventually, but, uh, on, on this earth too, <laughs> I would love to see it. But, you know, it is what it is.
And our job is just to warn people as much as we can. Ugh. Former Obama DHS official calls for government-sponsored violence against Canadian truckers. Because all governments eventually become the terrorists. <laughs> oh my goodness. There are... Uh, it is getting crazy. Police group confirms left-wing cities, DAs failing to enforce the rule of law, leading to crime spikes and officer deaths. Man. Hmm. France, Italy, Germany, and Spain suspend use of AstraZeneca coronavirus injection amid blood clot fears. Uh, yeah. We're the slow learners here in the U.S. of A. Because other countries are shutting things down in many cases. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. Ooh. Volkswagen purchases $14 billion worth of battery cells and pushed to expand production of electric vehicles. Oh, goody. <laughs> Everybody seems to be pushing that thing nowadays. That, yeah. That's the month. Yeah, there's going to be handprints uh, painted on the back bumpers, those for when you want to push it. <laughs> Place hands here. <laughs> well, Jim, I have to tell you, I worked with a guy at, at Panasonic, uh, and he has a Model 3, and I've driven it twice. It's pretty damn nice, man. It's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's fast as grease. It's like, wow. I drove. It's, I test drove a Model S probably five or six years ago, and I'll tell you what, that thing was fast. It would yeah, push you back are. in the seat. You know, there's, yes. I mean, it's instant. There's no, you don't have to worry about buildup or anything. I mean, that's one thing you never want to, never want to get in a drag race with, a, with an electric car because it will kick your butt every time. Yeah, probably. You know, when, when it comes to distance, not so much, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, although the, um, the new Roadster has like a 650 mile range, that's pretty good on a charge. That is, that is, yeah. But uh, I would never buy one because of the green factor. I would buy it because it's fun, <laughs> yeah, fast exactly. and quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw when they first introduced the new Roadsters, they were talking about how you see plaid. That thing accelerates so quick, it's like the jump to hyperspace. Mm -hmm. And it, mm -hmm. it makes, you know, they actually call it seeing plaid where everything blends together. It's really crazy. But mm -hmm. they don't even publish the top speed, but it's somewhere over 240-some miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. And acceleration on that thing was 0 to 100 in about two seconds. It was just amazing, <laughs> like a bullet. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't buy it because of the greenness. But no, just because it's fast. Just because it's fun. Like but they start out at about uh, somewhere around 200,000, 250,000. Oh, the Roadster? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, they're that's, high that's, end. Right. Just, yeah, the one I my my coworker has was about fifty five, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the but S that I drove was around that price. Of course that was like I said, five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. But um mm -hmm. it was the only downside is the charging part, because I think they suck a little bit of juice. If you plug it into your house uh, deal, yeah. That can be, you know, thirsty. And, you know, unless you have one of their their they, I think they had, at least back then they had two different model chargers for the mm -hmm. house, and you had the mm -hmm. one that you could just plug into a one ten outlet, mm -hmm. and it would charge it overnight. Yeah, and they had another one that you wired into your stuff into the two forty, and mm -hmm. it would uh, it would charge it a lot quicker. But yeah. then they had the uh, the superchargers that they were introducing along, you know, putting in, you know, along the roads and stuff. And I heard, I think it was, was a Harris or one of the big casinos in Nevada 
mm-hmm. was gonna was considering putting one of those in or some of those in at their um, casino, and when they found mm-hmm. out how much it would cost, they decided not to. <laughs> so when when a place like that says no, it's too expensive, uh, there's something going on there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but I see chargers in my neck of the woods all over the damn place, mm-hmm. just all over. Yeah, the uh, the local Walmart's got a couple of them, and mm-hmm. uh, and the the town I used to be a cop in, I drove down there one day, and this old it was an old BP gas station. They cleared it all out, made like a little just a teeny little park and ride kind of thing or something. And there's a couple of chargers in there. It's like, you know, and the city's paying for the electricity for it, you know? Wow. Yeah. It makes you wonder how long they're going to do that. And then pretty soon you're going to have a uh, credit card slot for it. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wait until more people have it and then they'll start charging it because, you know, otherwise, you know, that, that sucks. You know, I'm paying to, to charge up your, electric car i don't think so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I saw some down in vegas i haven't seen these since uh they were like little trailers and they had solar panels uh, mm-hmm. tied into the uh, charger ports. There's, there's John. yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy i don't know um, what they're going to do long term but i think somebody should do a class action lawsuit hey if they're going to do the free electric you know, charging, you should, you know, the gas should be free. The city should pay for that, too. <laughs> Fill my tank. But anyway, John and Kathy are here, and it looks like, uh, I don't know if there's anybody else or not. I got a weird nope. screen today. Just the two of you? Just, okay. Just yes. the two of us. Ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ah, well, happy Valentine's Day, chickens. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. <laughs> We're doing pretty good. Good. Did anybody uh, anybody watch the uh, game yesterday? My wife yes, did. Of course, yes. I was in the middle of a blue water cruising class, and my wife had the stupid football game on because she wanted to watch the commercials. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it drove me well, crazy. Tell her that the Super Bowl cartoon, I mean the Super Bowl commercial, if you play it backwards it shows all that the cabal is doing it starts out saying black water and then it goes into all these backwards things you know so <laughs> no, she'll have to get a people busy it's which the super bowl yeah. um, no, which... it had like snoop dog and eminem in there and it was a commercial oh, oh. well i'll tell you that that yeah. halftime show was about disgusting <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want They've reached a whole new low. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was, I was just, you know, every once in a while I would, I would look up and see, you know, cause my wife would start moaning and groaning. And I'd look over to see what it was. And I said, Oh, good grief. Why don't you just change the channel, put a lifetime movie or something on, you know, I, I changed channels. I didn't want to see it. I had no desire to watch that crap because I knew it was going to be crap. So oh, I'll tell yeah. you what. It's like I can't believe the average, you know, person that goes and watch supports the Super Bowl is into that kind of stuff. You know, it's like they're just putting yeah, this on and programming this, people. Uh, ritual in front of the whole world, and most of the whole world don't know the signs or the, you know, symbols nope. <sighs> or any of that. So they just think it's a some sort of weird little show. Yeah, it was, it was weird, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird little show. Man, yeah, I can think of a few other adjectives that are a little better, <laughs> but you but know, this is a family won. show. <laughs> they did, they did. Ugh. 
So I anyway, to bring me a plate of food. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I'm thinking Rams and, and I'm thinking all the truckers up there in Canada blowing their horns and how Joshua fought the battle at Jericho and the truckers are doing the same. They kind of sound like their horns kind of sound like those chauffeurs, you know, they're so the horns that they used to blow, you know, to bring the city down. So I think we're seeing some some major cool stuff happening up there. You yeah. could. It's definitely well, cool in the great white north. They just announced that um, they're uh, launching some emergency or putting in place some emergency act or something to give him more power. Who, <laughs> Trudeau? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know they arrested a bunch of people at the bridge and kind of cleared her off, so so I knew about that. Well, that bridge is up and running. It's it's open yeah. now. Yeah, they cleared well, it out. Just because some of the people went home for the weekend, yeah, they'll be back. Yeah, well, I don't know. They may be. They're gonna run Trudeau out of there on a flagpole. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, they need to. Doesn't seem to be happening. Anyway, we were going to, I was looking for some stuff because we have this tremendous presentation that we're going to have today from uh, Adrian and Amanda. Her hyper unit. Uh, yeah, I was talking about that. I've already put it on my Telegram channel and put it in the chat room for people. Right. And uh, I think he's going to do two couple things. One is that presentation that he's been doing. Uh, and Adrian is not using any of the uh, company of Boost uh, videos and stuff. Um, he's just using publicly available information about the companies hmm. um, and showing people the real magnitude of what this thing is. I was looking for a couple charts to, to um, re reference today, and I couldn't find the actual hot, hot links for them. Um, but I know we'll have them all available for people if they want to do the same thing in terms of presentation, which is my preferred way of doing it anyway. I don't think that the um, videos that they're using right now really show the magnitude of just what we're connected to it's it's really important to understand how big these this company is this is not the same old same old kind of um, thing that everybody is finding out there where they're here here today and gone tomorrow or um there's some trading program that promises to do things and shuts down takes all the money things like that these guys are, are really up there in terms of worldwide operation of the blockchain system that's is you know taking over in the coins they're not going anywhere and once you see the way adrian presents this information people then begin, begin to get the idea that these are real people in real companies that are that we're a part of uh hyper hyper verse is one of the components of their overall company strategy encompassing all of their companies and just going through the timeline of what they developed and when and you begin to see this thing is just growing like leaps and bounds i mean the, and the companies are getting bigger and bigger and they got their fingers into everything that's out there involving um uh, the change to blockchain technology as well as the um um, coin stuff. The coin part of it's just a minor part of this whole thing. I mean, it's just this thing is just blowing up like crazy around the planet, and it's going to overtake very, very much of of the way business is done. We're at a sea change here. This is this is not a small item. Their their idea of 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 
creating this membership that people can join with them as a member not know having to know anything about crypto and begin to get their education package that they put in the Mars universities um, based upon your level of participation initially is really fantastic. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this anywhere ever, um, not in any company. And I think one of the reasons that they wanted to do it under the Federal Trade Commission was for that purpose, because under this program, they can actually talk about this stuff uh, and teach people all about it. Whereas in some of the regulated uh, programs on the finance side, you're really limited as to what you can say. And that's why they use the prospectus method of, of talking to people about it. And I just call it safe harbor license to steal is what they do. Yeah. Because as long as the promoters of the limited partnership or whatever the investment house is promoting this week, uh, as long as they crossed all their T's and dotted all the I's according to the regulators state required statements, this is not hyperfund. Now, this is in the regular community out there <laughs> and the project fails. The promoters got all their fees. They got all their money back and they said, well, that didn't work. And everybody else is left holding the bag because we're all limited partners. And um, same with the way they do mutual funds and stuff. When they're setting up a new fund organization, they tend to buy the assets they're going to put into the fund from their companies that are, you know, trading desks. Um, when they set up a new mutual fund, they buy through their own trading desk for the assets for the new company or fund that they're creating. And they don't have to disclose what they actually paid themselves for those for those assets. Uh, they just show whatever the cost basis is of the assets, and that's it. So there's a book out there called The Pirates of Manhattan, which is uh, really discloses all that kind of stuff. And uh, the little book of common sense investing that was written by the uh, Vanguard Fund provider uh, inventor, uh, John Bogle. Those two books right there really give you an eye-opening view of how conventional so-called legal, you know, um, Merrill Lynch type of companies actually operate. And uh, uh, Vogel knows for sure because he's the Vanguard Funds was one of the largest fund families in, in the place. And a guy like uh, Dave Ramsey, who was on show talking about how bad life insurance companies are. Well, the bosses in those life insurance companies use permanent forms of life insurance. They don't use term insurance. Term insurance is a massive moneymaker for insurance companies. It's just incredible. Because they only 1% of the term policies ever have to pay a death benefit. Whereas the permanent ones provide all kinds of tax benefits, incentives, as well as uh, access to money for, for relatively free um, to the average consumer. They just can't seem to get, the, get it across in their head. And business people pick it up. And businesses and corporations have massive, massive volumes of life insurance in their companies for their executives and stuff all kinds of deferred compensation packages. And yet the average business guy thinks he's, he's he uses the term insurance poor. I'm paying so much in insurance. Well, that's not the kind we're talking about. So the way this is gonna change and revolutionize the way investments being done is just phenomenal. These guys are leaders in that thing and people don't see that in, in when we do these regular uh, so-called approved company presentations that have been done by compliance because these are compliance presentations that these guys are doing. So the fact that Adrian went and researched all this uh, publicly uh, available information, we can actually talk about the companies and we can actually get into showing people just who these guys are, the magnitude of the size of what we're participating in, 
and and uh, they can also show the Federal Trade Commission's uh, warning letters that are out to all these different companies that are violating the rules. Twenty nine pages. It's mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. And we're not on it. None of the companies are on it. But the big yeah. companies that you know about out there are. It's amazing. Uh, just coming to mind, there's Herbalife is on that thing. Um, no, Luca, Asia. Asia is on there, which we're hearing is just that it's fantastic program and stuff. They're on. They're on the watch list. <laughs> All these companies have been fined by the FTC for some millions of dollars, you know, because they're not complying. They're, you know, they're they're okay. promising people. Oh. ROIs and all kinds of stuff. I'm sorry, I've got my grandson here today and yes, he's telling on the dog. The dog stole his cinnamon toast. Just a minute. <laughs> I know. Well, it's a live show. So that's... I'm going to mute out for a second. Okay. But there's just like 29 pages. It's just mind blowing. Yeah, you'll have to see that. Not he's too many shows can say they have a T Rex on live. <laughs> Kathy was telling a great story yesterday. They were down where she has to go for her um dialysis mm -hmm. and on the way down there um nicholas was with him and you know her nicholas's mom and everything and they have to stop at a stoplight and over on the right side there was walmart <laughs> well, he recognized walmart and he recognized toys and dinosaurs oh boy <laughs> so later in the day he i guess while she was in there they took him back there and got him a new dinosaur to play with and Oh. He had to come in and show her the uh, stegosaurus that he got today. <laughs> kids a character. A oh, lot of fun. Very insistent, as you know, kids can be. Oh, yeah. But anyway, um, this uh, presentation is going to be at 2.30 Pacific time, 5.30 Eastern uh, time. And I urge as many people as possible to get onto that presentation because, well, uh, according to Adrian, who has been doing this for some time, he generally has uh, about... 100% sign-ups that people are watching it. If they don't sign up immediately, they didn't, you know, they certainly get about getting ready to be signed up and get involved in this program because the, the amount of stuff that we're in is massive. Now, you also uh, have... The credibility is just uh, amazing. It's yeah. just... I, I was surprised at... Uh, he put together, like, a, a timeline of their businesses and what they've done, and, I mean, they're just very, very credible... So we're in a good good program, that's for sure. Well, I was going to say something there. It kind of got messed up. Sorry. Uh, oh, well, maybe it'll come back to me now sooner or later. Anyway, uh, if anybody has any questions about uh, Hyperverse, uh, not a good, now's a good time to ask them. So, so is, we can move on the from here. 2.30. Otherwise, it's, we'll just wait for the big show today. <laughs> Not a lot to say, really. I'm really impressed with the fact that we're able to do this because everything is publicly available in the public already. So anything we talk about on these uh, these pages and these reports is perfectly correct. Uh, we're not doing anything outside, but it's hard to understand the size and what these guys have done in 10 years. It's really something to see. Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about specifically was under their terms and conditions, this is the, the, the under the recourse provision. This is something I normally used all the time when I was talking to people when we were able to do it a different way. 
uh, and they don't even bring up the recourse uh, function in the terms and conditions on these regular company so-called uh, compliance uh, presentations. You've got to remember that they're backing up this whole program with their asset base because in there, in terms and conditions, it says clearly that this is a best efforts program, but they will liquidate as and when needed up to 100 million, not up to, but in excess of 100 million USD assets, digital assets, to make sure that everybody gets their promised liquidity payments. That has never been done on any financial document that I have ever seen uh, in my 40 years of being in the financial business. They always run the other way. Oh, don't come to us if it's something, you know, something goes bad. You can't come back here and tell us that we got to pay you, things like that. Um, you know, it got so bad in banks, remember, that they had to come up with something that, like the FDIC in order to get people to even put money back in banks. You know, a lot of these people have really short memories. Um, and then they put in the Glass-Steagall Act to keep the uh, investment houses and the banks from, you know, going after your protected assets. Now, Clinton got that overturned. He There's did. nothing safe about the U.S. financial system. It's terrible. And just look at what's happening to Mike Lindell. His banks and everything, they're all deplatforming, taking him out, take, closing all of his accounts, trying to shut him down. The mm. guy's putting all his money behind all this fraud and going state to state and funding all this stuff himself to protect all of our ability to have uh, good elections. Can't talk. Somebody's that calling. Adele's calling. Can't talk to Adele right now. <laughs> yeah. That didn't go anyway. Happen. For elections. I think that we're really got something going here that is even bigger than we expected. And again, it took me a long time to look into it. But I think what Adrian has done for us is uh, really massive. I think we should still use the company presentations because they do them every day. It's someplace that some people can see. But I think if everybody who is um, into the program right now gets this, this um, presentation that Adrian is doing, this is just good peace of mind information for yourself. Just understand yeah. what you're what you're doing. Well, it's very it's thorough due diligence. Uh, you want to do your due diligence before you join anything. And yeah. Well, you know what? And going to behind MLM and going to all these other guys that are naysayers about this program is not due oh, diligence. Oh, well, that's clickbait. No, no. They get paid to do that. They get paid to ruin people. They have universities out there that show these guys how to how to ruin people. And most of them are uh, like behind MLM. What they do is they're, um, what do you call that? They're uh, bait and switch. Well, no, they, they write a bad report on a company. Yeah. And then they say, oh, if you pay us so much, uh, we'll give you a good report. You know. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Making it, they they put that stuff out there because with our name in it, people will click to see what it is, you know, and then they get paid. 
every time somebody clicks on their site and stuff. So it's really interesting how many people are doing that. Um, and getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. So I got a uh, deeper education on that the other day. And um, yeah, they uh, get it in the Google search, say Hyperverse, for instance. And, uh, you know, they, they get their ratings up on Google, uh, which we had a friend in Canada that could get you up on top of the Google search engine. Easy peasy. And um, then that's when their stuff comes up and they either want to sell you on their other, on another program. Uh, this is bad, but we have one that you'll really like, you know, <laughs> or they get uh, clickbait, uh, paid for clickbait. So anyway, uh, this report that we have and with the FTC report, 29 pages and, uh, I mean, it's just, they're, they're spot on. These guys are wizards when it comes to uh, being successful business people. And, um, well, and really, that's in the blockchain space specifically. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adrian's going to talk, too, about the quantum computing uh, blockchain that they put together and what that's all about. That That's amazing. It's actually a way to head off the problem potential problem with quantum computers being able to get into uh, um, mining and also um, just going in and hacking people's normal accounts that's something they developed with that in mind and he said something to the effect that when you're mining a coin if you're using the quantum computer system that all the coins get mined in one day boom done <laughs> that's just amazing to hear I had no idea that there were computers that fast. Anyway, we uh, were very, very lucky to be where we are for a change, and I hope very much so that people will start taking notice of it because just like they're deep platforming Mike Lindell and just closing the accounts at will uh, to create pain and problems for successful people, uh, we've got to be able to protect ourselves in this new economy that's coming through. and. The fact that we are members working with the guys that are actually leading the field in terms of of uh, setting up protection and actually launching new companies, and we're going to benefit by being a member with them in the hyperverse. Um, they also make it easy for people to get actually get into it in in more ways than one because the hyperverse side is taking advantage of the so-called metaverse system, and I think there's a lot of things about the metaverse system I'm not really happy about, but uh, in terms of business and being able to buy products and the good side of it is really kind of interesting. Um, I don't know how it's going to play out totally, but uh, these guys are they're leaders in their fields, and I think that they're going to put forth a lot of uh, beneficial things for us as part of the part of the team, because when they actually launch the uh, IPO, once they reach, reach their 30 million uh, members in the thing, they're going to launch an IPO that's going to give us ownership in um, their, a lot of the companies that they're building in this ecosystem, they call it. So it's going to be widespread community, but we get rewarded because we are members helping to build the team. And by referring people on and getting people into the system, it enables us to use the limited funds that we have in such a way, the way they designed this package here as a membership, um, 
it, we can use it in such a way that we can actually magnify what little we have. And the majority of people, this is really designed for people that don't have a lot. This is well, a way and the them. beauty of it is, too, a lot of people don't want to refer people, so they don't have to. You can come in and, and remain totally passive here and just take advantage of your own personal rewards. Yeah, but no, you know. No gotchas, no hidden fees, none of that. No monthly quotas, no garage full of laundry detergent. <laughs> well, that's true. I, you know, I was never big on that anyway. Although I might have been in the coffee company if I'd gotten into that, maybe. But frankly, I didn't like the coffee. I'm surprised you don't own stock in a coffee company. <laughs> drink. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish, so I can't. No. <laughs> All the coffee's grown in South America, isn't it? Or Mexico. No. Where is it? Where is Michelle it just sent me some from Hawaii. Kona, Kauai. Oh, yeah, I forgot Kona, about Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You got Kona Coffee. Kona Coffee. Kauai has a big coffee company. Caramel coconut. They make some good coffee over there, too. Just this weekend, so. We go there every time. (laughs) And oranges. She sent you oranges. Yeah, Jim. She's got the biggest, beautiful, most beautiful oranges I've ever seen. She sends them to me once in a while. These things are bigger than a a baseball. Who has those? They're, They're as big as the grapefruits that we usually see. Used to see. You go to the supermarket now, and the grapefruit are smaller because the Chinese like smaller grapefruit. Oh, I see. I well, I always used to like get big grapefruit, and you can't get it anymore. It's hard. Yeah. In the stores, anyway. I used to love my... So, so was... did we lose you? No, he's off doing something else. He's muted. He's probably doing his rebuys. Who's that? Could be. <laughs> Who, me? Could be. I'm here. That's always fun. I get and it doesn't take uh, any time at all. You sign in to your account. You're done in like two minutes. So very quick, not time consuming at unless all. You want to, unless you want to pet the thing and just play with it and look around and, and yeah, go, you take go class. in and look at some videos if you want. Can yeah. you guys hear me? They're nice. They're only two, three minutes long. Jim, you can hear me. It's the, uh, no, I'm not muted. End of it. <laughs> And Jim, uh, for those that don't know anything about cryptocurrencies uh, or any of that, you don't have to. You you earn wow. as you learn. You you know you, you can Hello? Uh, go in there and watch these little videos. What is a what is cryptocurrency? What is the blockchain? Check check and check. They might have two three little questions at the end. I of think everyone hears you, but Johnny certified in in those. Uh, Thank you. Never either. All of the courses. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you're an expert. So I am not just, muted. Uh, can tune wow. in at your own pace. Yeah, you got me? And, I hear you uh, fine, Robert. Learn. What is the blockchain? That's where everybody's going. So I might as well get up on it. Well, I think the Mars uh, program, which got slowed down by uh, COVID, uh, they've got oh, 16 yeah. going now. But I think that that was one of the purposes, was to make people capable of of doing this stuff and getting certified, you know. Well, yeah, that's what Sam Lee's been doing. He's been going around to all these governments and uh, uh, setting up, setting up brick and mortar buildings so that all the village people, all the people of the cities, can come in and learn about blockchain technologies. And they're like libraries, you know, like our, our libraries, but they're for for blockchain and. Somehow I got muted on John's pretty, connection, pretty so he can't hear me. They've got 16 of them built so far in different different countries. 
And they're shooting for 300. Okay, now can you hear me? There you are. I've been trying to talk for (laughs) 10 minutes. (laughs) Really? Somehow I got muted on John's Skype connection. (laughs) I just went in and saw that and undid myself. I don't know how that happened, but anyway. (laughs) I figured you had an emergency and you you needed to do something else. No, I've just been sitting here trying to get through I, I i i could hear myself and i you know i thought other other could hear me but you guys couldn't <laughs> no we, we couldn't uh-uh. uh, miracles of modern radio i'm telling you what it's it's, <laughs> it's a monday man <laughs> but anyway yeah um used to get i get really good coffee in hawaii you know just yeah. want to bring that in every time we go there we stop at the Kauai coffee company and the Kona Coffee Company uh, on the Big Island, and man, they got some really good coffee. And you can well, speak English Michelle's there. Michelle's got this down yeah. fine art. She bought a duffel bag specifically to bring back coffee. <laughs> so yeah, we just go there and buy a bunch, and then put it in the uh, if it fits, it ships priority mailboxes, and and ship it back by the mail. Yeah. And that way, we won't have to lug it in the airlines. Absolutely. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, we always uh, we'll we'll make several trips to the post office and load up a bunch of stuff and ship it home uh including things that we brought that we realized we didn't need lighten our luggage. Yeah. Well, I never thought of that. That's actually a good. Idea. Oh yeah. Yeah, it works really well. I like the and it's a lot cheaper than, you know, paying extra at the airlines. <laughs> I don't want to go back over there until they start lifting all these stupid mandates. From stuff. what I understand, they lifted all of them in Hawaii recently, but uh, you still got to deal with the airlines. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If they get some adult leadership, then we may be able to go back and you know visit again. But until then, yeah, I'll just take my boat over there when I get it. <laughs> uh, I was going to re- try to remember this um, website for you guys. Oops. Um, it was an airline pilot. He's also a Marine. Hmm. And uh, they've started their own website. And they're showing actual statistics from the um, damages from the uh, vaxes. And, and uh, they've, got, uh, they've got a lot of information. We'll have to grab that again. I, yeah, I send it to me when you find it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I saw that over the weekend. He was on the SGT report. Oh. So, um, Jason. Yeah. Jason, something. Anyway, uh, I can't do it justice just by talking, you know. But uh, yeah, they have a lot of stuff to help people out on that website. Hmm. Cool. A lot of pilots are joining that website. Uh, you know, they're they're he he tells about all the pilots that have been injured. Oh yeah. Uh, and has, uh, I think they have documentation on everybody that's been injured uh, from this. You know, you can read their stories and whatnot. Mm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's quite something. Anyway, I'll grab that for you when I get a chance. Well, I thought the airlines are having trouble with flights because a lot of the uh, people that work on the plane don't want to fly with pilots that have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't blame them. <laughs> you get the 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 sky pilot or the jockey of the thing you know he, he vapor locks and you better hope that the uh, co-pilot's got his act together and doesn't have the same problem right 
Yeah, definitely. But, uh, well, know. it's going to be a real problem, too, because it's starting to happen now, and these all these vaccine-injured people are going to be creating a real drag on societies all over the world. I don't know how these guys are going to escape uh, some form of punishment. I mean, this is what was brought forth on the entire planet. Yep. Somebody's got to pay for this. Yep. And, and, you know, it's... <laughs> Oh, the people that are unvax are going to pay for it with the extra fees they have to pay for their insurance. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't know. I think that the insurance companies are probably going to now add that another thing. Have you been vaccinated? You know, how long ago if was it? If they're honest, they ought to. That's for sure. No, they will. They'll put it on there. Because you know, it'll affect their bottom line when they start exactly. figuring out that all these people that are uh, injected are the ones that are having all the myocarditis and pericarditis and all the other issues. Sure. Uh, and the people that aren't injected are just, you know, cruising along just fine. Well, maybe we should rethink things. You're more of a danger. No, no, this is, this, this is standard practice. They're going to, the, the insurance contracts will be rated for the risk, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And. Um, they're going to have to pay higher premiums for insurance, life insurance products. They're going to have to pay higher premiums for medical products. Um, there's just no getting around it. There's only yeah. so, much, so much way to handle the, the cash flow. Um, but it's the big guys that have pushed all this stuff that really need to be paying. Right. And, and I really was talking about hangings, but I think hangings too good for them. I think uh, putting Slow them in hard, hard labor would be better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike Adams is uh, pushing for criminal prosecution of big pharma execs for their role in designing and promoting these things, as in uh, today's uh, natural news. But uh, well, they're really pushing that down at the dialysis center too. The uh, the vaxes, and I keep telling them no, and pissing off the doctors, and they stomp away. Yeah, Mike. I got you know, up this somebody morning. Somebody needs to help me protest those places because they're making you wear a mask, right? Well, your blood needs oxygen, for one. And then they're taking out your blood and filtering it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to be getting detox. <laughs> and yet you're sitting there the whole time breathing in your own waste, you know. And um, they won't let me take my mask off. Hey. So what Just- do you do? Go to Peggy Hall's <laughs> website and print off one of those uh, cards that, you know, they're, they're a place of public accommodation. And uh, you have a religious uh, belief in not wearing a face diaper. And just tell them such. You know, you're violating federal law. I don't have to wear one of these things. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. So we can get some people together, too. Well, they, there's companies that still push back and don't accept it. Yeah. Yeah, hospitals. Yeah, it's, it's worth just, a shot. You know, there's no guarantees, but... Right. But they got me, because I need... <laughs> it just I, sucks. I need the dialysis, you know? Yeah. And I want to put a warning out here. Uh, I sure this is another warning side, too, because, you know, all of these people that are in these companies that are they're hurting their companies. So the public companies are going to be hurt, too. The big box guys aren't immune from this, either. They think they might be uh, favored companies right now, but... You know, you you can't do the business if all your customers are sick or ill or dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, employees, right? But now you got to you got to think about all of the people that are in the conventional retirement system. You know, the whole point of of doing the financial planning is is to help you 
they, they don't pay you enough anyway. So you got to get enough to be able to buy goods and services for these companies and the great lifestyle. Plus, you've also got to have something to pay for retirement programs. Mm-hmm. And um, these companies are going to fail. Uh, the values of these so-called stocks and stuff is going to come down because of what they're doing to the money system. You have every single commentator out there worth his salt, any of them. They're all talking about the hyperinflation that's going to incur. It's already beginning now. Um, It's going to destroy these conventional investments. And people need to go back and listen to the 60 Minutes reports on on where they're talking to people who are trying to apply for loans to try to save their houses or they're trying to find some way to recover. And all of these people standing there talking to them, how they've got their mutual funds and their 401ks and their pension plans, everybody lost 50% or better. You're going to see that on steroids, I think. This is the reason you've got to get your funds out of the conventional money system. At least you have to put something outside so that you don't lose it all. This is why we're so hot on what the hyper tech group is doing. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so happy that Adrian spent the time going back through the records. He's been with the company for a long time. And he had a lot of reports and things that they had in the past. And he's gone and researched all that stuff and brought it forward so that you can have, you're going to get more information about this company than you ever get about any of these other companies out there, including the banks. Their money is going to fail. And when it does, you better have something that you can use on an international basis so that you may have to leave your location. And if you do, how are you going to transfer and take your money with you? You're not. It's just an astounding situation that everybody is in. And I think this is, I got into the crypto side because I couldn't do dollars in business back in 2007, eight. I just couldn't do it anymore. You can't tell people they're going to have something that you know that they can just take away from you. And every time somebody got into trouble, they just locked their money up. They go after everything you have. And I get the same question all the time. Well, what if what if the electricity's down and we can't, you know, access our crypto? I says, well, if the electricity goes down, can you use your credit card? Can you use your debit card? Can you go to the store and buy anything with it? I they said, don't. you could, you could. If the electricity's down at the grocery store, they don't sell you anything because they can't. And then they start dumping all the food because it's going to spoil because they don't have any refrigeration. Man, you know, I'll go back and do dumpster diving then. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Uh, community rewards. Um, what have you done with them, and what can you do with them? Well, the uh, community rewards are additional rewards that you receive from um, referring other people. Right. So when you refer somebody, they they're just like any other reward that you get. They just help accelerate the release of your own funds so that you can either take them out sooner than 600 days or you can um, do rebuys with them to add additional memberships to add more cash flow, so to speak, uh, from your membership. That's what you do with them. They're the same as any other reward. You can't move them them to your rewards, though. Well, they are are rewards. No, but but you can't, like, like, let's say you're... You're too uh, uh, short of getting your fifty. You can't move two community rewards into that to get your fifty. No. Well, your your fifty would be include 
um, your community rewards. It's additive. You every day yeah. you get you get community rewards plus your daily rewards plus your VIP rewards plus et cetera, right. et cetera, global rewards. Right, Whatever but, you have. But they're separate. But, well, they're combined in one, one but they thing. combined oh. into your daily rewards. Yeah. You're looking at the you're looking at the page, the site where it shows community versus uh, whatever the other ones are. Well, I'm just saying if if I can't put them into my rewards. They're already there. No, they no, no. It's that's, just showing you a breakdown. Yeah. If I can't add them, if I can't add them to my rewards, okay. Then then I can use them to maybe like buy, you know, a different uh, crypto or something. They're already there. They're already uh, figured into your daily rewards. Your daily rewards just shows you a breakdown of what's coming from where. Like the community rewards are what you get. Oh, from, okay. So it, it, that, that's that, part of the that's part of the actual total reward. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. I, I I had it I had it backward. I I thought it was a separate thing because it's like well no you can't move these over. Yeah. No. Uh -uh. Now, if you're in the manage section and you look at, you have membership rewards, community rewards, VIP rewards, global rewards. If you look at each one of those individually, it'll tell you how much you had that day. But when, when you add them all together, that's your daily reward. Oh, okay. That's so the community rewards, they, they just, they accelerate your actual rewards. That's what mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And they will change daily as, uh, you know, uh, because you're rewarded them for that day. Okay. And then the yeah, I was confused. Day, I, I thought it was like a separate, separate category. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. I, I, I no, there is a separate. separate. There is a separate. There is a, it's called certified. So from community rewards and VIP rewards and global rewards, 20% uh, of the daily payment that you receive goes into what's called your certified account. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's where, where I got confused and started separating them. <laughs> When yeah. I saw the certified, yeah. Now the certified account is usable, and and they've had done it in the past. You can use that to do do other things with their different companies. You can use them in the mall, or sometimes uh, if they have are launching a new coin, you can use some of them there. And you know, okay. yeah. So just read your banners that are in your back office. They have banners up there every day, and see what the specials are like. Like we were able to buy Bitcoin for what was it, nineteen thousand? Well, they yeah, were offering. I saw that. Yeah. They were offering Bitcoin at twenty-five thousand, when it was when our market price was actually at thirty, thirty-eight to forty thousand. You got to remember, these guys mine so many coins that they get all this stuff at substantial discounts, and they they can do that. Remember, they're launching HVT, which is the Hyperverse token, and. Uh -huh. Right now, you're using the Hyperverse token to participate in these pools. So it's based on a weighted average, depending upon who, who actually says they want to be part of the pool, uh, and depending upon how much uh, HVT you put into these pools, uh, it determines the actual amount of participation for that run. So if they only have uh, 50 coins, then the guy that put in the, has the most HVT at the time and subscribed is going to be a certain percentage of the total pool versus the, the last guy. And what happens is, is everybody subscribes. You're over, they get oversubscribed. They get more subscriptions than they can actually pay out at any one time. So they just start with the top guy with the biggest amount to the next amount to the next amount, and then they offer it again. It's 
one of the advantages of these guys of having so so huge a mining presence is they can give us members advantages like that. They're going to continue to do that as they build the HVT token. And yeah. this is what they do. They create coin systems and blockchain systems. This is what they do. And they do that by creating um, a company which has a use. They provide the use from their other companies. This is why they call it a closed. It's an ecosystem. It, they've actually figured out how to take advantage of all this stuff. Uh, and they're on the mining side and the marketing side. And I mean, it's just truly amazing. You're just going to be amazed when you start looking into the details of who these guys are and what they're doing. And that's why Adrian is closing so many people because there's nobody out there at all that's talking about this stuff and can put together this, this size of a, of a market. It's incredible. Yeah. And uh, you'll start seeing your HVT rewards gathering. Now, once you get 30 or more, then you can open up your MetaMask account. Uh, we did that the other day and um, got it all hooked up and the cloud rolling. And, and what we didn't know is that it automatically stakes those for you. So you're sitting there earning more on the HVT uh, token. Uh, so that's pretty cool because that's the next coin they're going to launch. So it keeps going out. We've, ours went up like a couple HVT just while we were... Uh, in a meeting, you know, so um, Amanda was telling us that, oh, yeah, she said her uh, HVT rewards are are uh, giving her quite quite a nice return every month. So you might want to look into uh, setting that up once you hit that. And we can walk you through it. Those are, you know, I know that's a little advanced for radio, but uh, advanced for me, uh, <laughs> Jim, you, you want to do that, Jim, trust me. Pretty cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, setting me up on that or clearing me up on that. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Any more questions? Because no question is stupid. Uh, Skip, uh, I see you there. Did you get everything worked out that you were trying to do um, with yours? We were working last week on. I'm still working on who. I, I, I was, uh, you know, they, uh, you can only make any, so many mistakes. And then they say, you gotta, you gotta try again tomorrow you know, or in 24 hours. So I, yeah. so I've been doing that for a couple of days and, uh, but, uh, I, I, uh, I think I'm going to get squared away with at least who. Okay. Yeah. yeah once you have that set up. And we'll help you walk right through it. Yeah. Say it again. We can help you walk right through that. If you're having, uh, trouble oh, right. with something. Just let us yeah, know. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Jim was helping me too. Thank you. Oh, good. Good. Way to go, Jim. Yep. How come you let him make a mistake? <laughs> One of those things. <laughs> Anybody else have any questions while John and Kathy are here? Hopefully, hey, I do. Uh, go I, ahead. My name is Scott. Hey, uh, I'm Scott. I'm, I usually listen to uh, Roger's uh, stuff in the mornings, and You're he's welcome. told me about. Uh, thank you. Uh, he's told me about about this uh, program here, and I live down here in Ecuador. Uh, I live on the coast. He lives up in the mountains, so we're a long distance apart. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, part of what I did down here in Ecuador uh, to become a uh, resident 
was to have an investor's CD. Uh, uh-huh. And I've been here six, almost seven years. <clears throat> and now I qualify enough. Uh, last year, I started getting my uh, Social Security benefits. And I just started the process of converting my um, paperwork from a investor's to retirement resident. So I'm going to f- be freeing up a substantial amount of money um, in the next couple of weeks. And, um, and I haven't watched a lot of the videos of this program, but uh, it's got my interest and, you know, uh, I'm aware of what's going on in the banking world and <laughs> how bankrupt it all is and everything. And, and it's part of why I'm doing this because uh, my money's sitting in a, in a, in a bank CD, you know, to, so that right. I can maintain my res- residency down here. Um, and what I want to do is take either some or all of the money <clears throat> and apply it towards this. Um, but we have an issue down here in Ecuador, and uh, you may or may not be able to answer this, but one of the issues is moving money out of Ecuador. <clears throat> uh, our, our previous president, extreme socialist, uh, he, he uh, uh, introduced a, a law if you move more than $1,100 out of the country, there's a 5% penalty. So um, I'm trying to figure out whether to, when I get the money back from this account, um, to leave it in the Ecuador account or uh, have it deposited into my U.S. account. So if, if it leaves the country, I'll automatically lose 5%. Um, You'll make it back quickly. Oh, is that right? Okay. Um, well, then that's, been my, are... that's been my concern because I don't, like I said, I haven't, I haven't listened to enough to, to know everything about, uh, about this program here. So Here's the bottom uh, line number, the way this thing works. You put uh-huh. one in, you get three out. That's all you're doing. You put in one, they create an account for you and they multiply it times three and then they pay that back to you over a period of time. And then there's, if you, if you did nothing, if you didn't do any rebuys or anything, then in 200 days, you would have taken your complete seed back out and you'd still have 400 days more of payments. It's, it's a very quick, simple okay, system. Okay, so two, 200 days is, is the break even and then after that is the profit, basically? Yes. Now, most people don't do that. What they do is, is they take those funds that come back out and they do what we call a rebuy by, by adding additional mini memberships on sure. top of the sure. original membership. Because what uh-huh. you can literally do is you can kind of custom design the rewards that you get every day. You can grow them because every time you get a some rewards back, they don't make you take it to an exchange, convert it, and then come back in. You're automatically able to put that in as new money. And so you can begin to build that payment up substantially. And at some point, uh, it gets to it gets to the situation where you're getting out a day, which you maybe need a month and the rest. You just do rebuys and continue to grow the account. It's quite stunning. Start slow, but it really accelerates. Now, uh, I don't know if they have Kraken uh, available in Ecuador, but a lot of people are using their Kraken account. And they'll take their funds from the WHO account, and Kraken is an exchange, 
uh, you can actually add your bank account number right there and they'll deposit straight to your bank account. So you can put your, you know, U.S. bank account in there, have them transfer it to your U.S. bank account uh, just that fast. So, you know, you're not wow. taking it out of Ecuador, you're taking it out of the WHO. And um, so there's there's probably ways that you can work around yeah, that's, that. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the kind of the trick, you know, uh, that I need to kind of <laughs> figure out what to do. And I had a Kraken account years ago but i think um i think they they tightened up like a lot of the exchanges and started uh, mandating kyc information and uh well if you're a national you know it doesn't matter yeah but it's uh it it's true it's true uh and i am so um then you wouldn't have a tax event okay so if you have to do, if you, so what do you do there? I mean, when you, if they ask for KYC information, give it to them, uh, give it to them. This doesn't change anything. You can also okay. just send them the affidavit if you want, but uh, um, you don't have, you don't have any tax obligation at this point. You're, you're going to um, send a, a, a notice. You're going to legally notice the internal revenue service that you're changed your status and uh, you're not a citizen or a resident. Okay. Those are the two. Right. Those are the two conditional statements that put you under the Title Twenty Six. Okay. The yeah. Thing is, See, all this. Is, yeah. You're looking at a five. All of this stuff is kind of new and overwhelming. So. <laughs> uh, you're looking at a five percent hit, which is extremely small, even in most situations. I mean, if you if you have any uh, acumen at all in in some of this. Even just a little, you can you can offset that five percent uh, hit pretty fast. So I wouldn't be concerned with that at all. I'd be more concerned about getting the funds into a situation that's not going to be affected uh, a, a total loss like uh, the the dollar. They're either going to take it or they're going to inflate it away. Yeah, and we I mean, well, have... you know, obviously, we a good example is you just watch, watch what we're watching uh, unfold up at the Canadian border. You know, they're just confiscating these accounts. Um, of these people, uh, well, the support GoFundMe, accounts, yeah. You know. Yeah, the GoFundMe and the and the, I just heard that they the give send go was hacked or shut down. Uh, he was hacked. So, yeah, well, that's the story we're told. It was probably hacked by the government, you know. Oh, I'm uh, no sure. doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna bl they're gonna blame have... Antifa, you know. But uh, uh, yeah, and then next uh, is going to be uh, your personal accounts. You know, they you know, now they're going to go after all these people with their personal accounts and. Uh, and so on, you know, so. Um, well, that's why I like this program because HU is not money. It's under the Federal Trade Commission. Well, Jim, uh, uh, Jim takes advantage of uh, another one of um, Hyperverse's businesses. It's called the HyperPay Wallet. And um, it, uh, you can actually get an international uh, black piece of debit card so you can move your money straight from your back office over to this debit card and then uh, exchange it for whatever you want. And you can keep it on your card. They have a virtual card that Jim loves to use. Oh, and, baby, do uh, I? You get that card, <laughs> Jim. And uh, 
So that's that's another option there for you, you know. Uh-huh. And if you're if you're in need of moving money, you know, back into the fiat randomly to, you know, to pay the to pay you know, current uh, bills and things like that. So if you get this debit card, you can easily shift it from from this currency to fiat. You can take the debit cards. To, if you have the physical card, you can take it to any ATM and get cash. Or, okay. you know, you could probably, most uh, most bills that you have, you can pay by debit card anyway. So you could just use the card to pay them directly from there without having to mess around with it. Did you get yours, Jim? Your debit card? Still waiting on it. I got an email right. the other day saying it's it's on its way. <laughs> well, it was. And he sure ago. uses that virtual card. Yeah, I still use. I've been using the virtual card just about every day for things. Well, that's cool, but it's nice to have the physical too. Just saying. Yeah. Well, I've got yeah. things. If I need to, I can I can put it onto my regular bank account and use my regular physical card if I need to. I've done that a couple of times, and it works fine. I just got to well, set up Kraken uh, so I don't have to use Coinbase. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah well, that, uh, I don't know if Roger's alluded to you much, but most of Ecuador, probably 80% of the people here are very poor. So it's pretty much yeah. a cash mm -hmm. society. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so that's uh, it's still manda you know, mandatory and real relevant. You know, we go to the ATM grab yeah. out X amount of money and we pay our bills and, and buy our food. And there's very, very few credit card use. Hmm. Uh, once you get out of the main big uh, North American style shopping right. areas, yeah, which is the dominant uh, of this country. As long as you have okay. ATMs, you're, you'd be in good shape. Okay. Cause their, uh, their physical cards are international and they'll work in any ATM. Okay. That's, that's great. Right and they have up to a fifty thousand dollar a day uh, spending limit, withdrawal limit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't think that'd be a problem down here. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to spend fifty thousand a year down here. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, very good. Good. Good information to know. So. Yep. Um, said as i as I, as this unfolds for me and i get everything uh the dust settled and, and get my my money i guess it really doesn't matter you know uh, i'll just i'll just keep it in my current ecuador account uh and then let me ask you this it's a uh how would i how would i move that money from that an ecuador account into this fund well the key there would be to see if you can set up uh, connect your kraken account to it if you could do that, that would uh, make it really easy. You could just uh, take your your fiat, put it into Kraken, convert it into Tether, and then Tether is what we use to fund our memberships with Hyperverse. Okay. So I guess that's your first step. Yeah. Setting back up your Kraken account. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I think I still have the information on that from years ago um well you can have more than one well yeah okay yeah that's true too yeah i don't know would he be able to buy directly from the who since he's in ecuador he might be able to. it may be i don't know it, you have to see whether it's one of the countries that they work with for direct buys yeah either way we can help you out 
uh, we can help you figure that out. Okay. Yeah. So, and we can help you uh, sign sign up so we can get together in a, a Zoom call or something and walk you right through it. Okay. Yeah, I signed up under Roger, I don't know, three or four months ago, and uh, I haven't acted on it just because I was waiting on uh, time to do this with uh -huh. my uh, changing my status. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, okay, we'll get that going once I get this going here. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate okay, it. What was your name? I didn't catch it. Scott. Uh, Scott. Yeah. So, Zabit. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. give us a, a holler and it will help you get going. Okay. Okay. Uh, you gonna, I understand you're going to have a uh, an afternoon call, a Zoom call this yes. afternoon? Yeah, the information's in the chat room. If you can, if you click on the chat button, it'll open up and you'll see all of it, and it's got the Zoom link and everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Roger had sent me the info uh, earlier as well, too. So, yeah, you know, uh, I, need, I need to sit in on that and just, uh, you know, wrap my brain more around uh, exactly what all this is. You know, and I've listened to some of the calls and listened to the, the program here uh, from time to time. But just not fully immersed in it yet. No, it always uh, takes a little time. It's a little bit different. Sure, sure. But uh, but you know, obviously the writing's on the wall with the, the our banking systems uh, globally, and uh, don't want to wake up one day and you know it all be gone, which is well, look, Max like we're in there pretty quickly. You know, residency in uh, with San El Salvador. Um, yeah. Simply because they've adopted uh, 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 Bitcoin as uh, current legal currency, legal tender. Yeah, I, so I think I remember a few, a few months ago they were like, uh, you know, to, to to pump it up. I think they were allowing uh, if you come in and uh, deposit it, free, free Bitcoin, you you could get uh, citizenship. So hey, really I didn't know about that. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're pursuing it aggressively. You know, and zero taxes um, through Bitcoin and um, some other really nice positives um, that I that I've read about it. And I did read one negative that eventually you had to convert it to their their coin. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Uh, and if that's true, then it then it just turns into a glorified you know government currency. Well, there's always going to be a local coin as well, a local paper as well. Um, but if they're, if they're Miami, Florida even has their own coin. Miami, Chicago, yeah. um, some other states. I can't remember what all. But uh, do you realize it's a really kind of neat, unique way of keeping the money in the community and getting people from outside the community? Yeah, true. Very true. Bring money into the community. It's it's just like they used to use they offer discount cards or debit cards that you could use for you get a discount you buy this card and it would instead of be worth ten dollars it'd be worth fifteen or twenty you know so you'd get you'd have an increase in spending power doing it and um, the cost of maintaining those cards and stuff is kind of difficult but just using crypto is easy you know you can do it right through your phone right right on site through a QR code so it, yeah. it, it's this is where it's going. This is where everything is going to go. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, you are you on the beach actually? Yeah, yeah. Well, so what I've seen on the beaches down there, they don't have any white sand beaches. It all looks kind of dark and rough. Uh, how are the beaches? Oops, I lost everybody, I guess. I'm here. Hmm. There's Jim. I'm There's just Jim. making sure. You know, I didn't mute the board, so everything should still be good. In Ecuador, a lot of places have uh, really spotty uh, internet, so he might have. Uh, well, you have a strong signal. That was pretty good. Yeah, but uh, we have quite a few people down there, and uh, they're always having problems with internet. Well, I got disconnected from Jitsi. I just reconnected, so we should be back. Me too. Yeah, I did too. Weird. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're back. Somebody right. don't like what we're talking about. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Oh, goodness. Well, hopefully, I think yeah. everything's working again. It had just kicked me off. It looks like it's doing it to several others. Yeah, it must, have, it must have booted everybody for some reason. That's kind of strange. You wiped out the chat, too. I just it just came back on for me. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. Well, here's Did you hear my question about the beaches. Sometimes, well, sometimes the coast down here, our internet's a little. Yeah, I, I don't think it was that. I think it was a big glitch with Jitsi. But anyway, um, yeah, there were a few got that got bumped off that haven't come back yet. But uh, I put the message back in chat for the uh, zoom call today at 5 30 eastern and yeah there we go we're getting a few more back now i think everybody got kicked off somehow well, scott was back there for a minute then he, he's gone again yeah okay i came back yeah he's there. Uh, there, there you are apparently it doesn't like it doesn't like me talking about the beach for some reason <laughs> <laughs> Gee. of all the things to get yeah. booted for <laughs> Yeah, the, you know, I guess the I guess the AI is in uh, jello. Now I'm seeing two of you, double vision. There's a Scott and a Scott right next to each other. Interesting. That happens once in a while. Anyway, but uh, there now we're down to just one. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've covered the subject today, Kathy. Yeah. Anything else you add? Uh, is there any more questions? Okay, it kicked me out, and I'm back again for hey. another week. <laughs> Weird. Oh, that's great. But I'm really I guess, curious. I guess about I better I better shut up about the beach, huh? Yeah. No, I want to know about the beach. I'm curious about it because I see some of these videos down there, people down there, and they show the beaches all the time, and but um, sometimes it doesn't look as inviting to be on the beach. You know, so I'm used to these kind of white sand beaches. We'll eventually have our meetings there, won't we? <laughs> that would be fun. Find out, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the way to go. That's one thing to do. Go that's down there sure. and scope it out yourself. And Jim's new yacht. Yeah, I was gonna say, as long as it's someplace I can bring my boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you could anchor anywhere. You get a little skiff to run to the shore and back. Oh, I, yeah, I have one. Yeah, that that's my that's my car. <laughs> Dingy. 
Yeah, but who's going to watch the boat while you're gone? Oh, I don't have security systems on it. Automatically sink if the wrong person is on it? Uh, no, we'll just open fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything more. <laughs> well done. Yeah. I like those security systems for the cars. You walk up to a car, you touch it, and you're going to get zapped. <laughs> Something like that. My, my son had a car. They stole it three times. Three times. And the last time they finally left it up on blocks and took oh, everything. Grief. Yeah. Man. But zap, zap. Fun, fun, Hands fun. Hands off. Yeah. You should have a really good security system. Like so a I guess, uh, monkey uh, with a machine gun in the trunk. He needs a trunk that's... monkey. <laughs> trunk monkey. Yeah, don't you see those commercials? No, I don't watch Oh, yeah. The trunk monkey that uh, dude starts giving you trouble, and the, all of a sudden the trunk pops open, monkey comes out with a crowbar, pops you in the head, drags you back, throws you in the <laughs> trunk. <laughs> Go on YouTube and just thump and just uh, punch in Trunk Monkey. <laughs> yeah, you'll have a good laugh. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> oh boy. Last week, you know what I we got, forgot I got to do? Oh, I was just going to say uh, we we forgot to tell them how they can get more information on uh, Hyperverse. Oh yeah, go to yourdiywealth.com and. Uh, <laughs> You know, watch the videos and click the contact me button. Say if you if you want to talk to John or Kathy or whoever, and I'll forward the information on to them. But everything's there. And if you want to get started, send me an email, and we'll send you a, a code to get going, and the whole and we'll walk you through the process. Um, easy to do, very simple setup, and uh, it just only takes a few minutes for the you know once we have the basics covered. And, uh, Tarch, could you put your email in the chat? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Do, 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 do. Now, Kathy, did you notice the commercials for uh, Crypto.com and FTX on Super Bowl yesterday? Excuse me? Did you notice the commercials for Crypto.com and FTX? Oh, I didn't watch it. No, I just had... Uh... My my daughter had a little Super Bowl party oh, over at her house. Okay. I didn't go. I just told them yeah. to send me a plate of food, so they did. <laughs> yeah. I like the yeah. Super Bowl food. That's about all I like. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah. they were talking about this uh, commercial that you can play backwards and see exactly what's uh, what's up with the the cabal. Oh, I missed that. Mm. Yeah, play it backwards. And I guess it starts Jim, what is, from uh, hey, Jim, what is a Blue Cruise uh, thing you were talking about? What is that? Um, the uh, Blue Water Cruising. Is yeah. Blue Water is out in the is the deep ocean, and that's why they call okay. it that. And cruising is just what they call this thing where you live on your boat and go from place to place. And uh, gotcha. some of the guys that I follow on YouTube are putting together a, a master class kind of thing. It's 10 or 12 weeks long, two two-hour sessions a week. And they're mm -hmm. just going over different things. Uh, last night it was about relationships and 
that kind of stuff and they're getting into you know what you take and how much you take and all that kind of junk and you know how to plan for passages and those kind of things it's just to basically give people an idea of what to look forward to and make sure that you're interested in doing it, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that definitely applies to you. Huh. Yep. Yep. Do so. they talk about these massive flows of, I guess, garbage and stuff that's out there that boats run into and get damaged by? Oh, yeah. They, um, that actually shows up in the in the videos people do where they'll oh we got you know fishing net wrapped around our prop or you know whatever thing it's not usually too bad but they do say that and most of them are active and you know cleaning up beaches and you know rescuing sea life that get caught in the stuff and that kind of thing mm. but yeah it's a it's a pain in the backside and all these stupid face diapers and everything else are becoming one of the main problems they're ending up in the mm. oceans now it's no crazy doubt. But yeah, I saw one yesterday about uh, this, this group called they're they're called Expedition Drenched. It's a 501c3 group, but they're uh, they're in Australia right now, and they happened to come ashore, and a bunch of baby uh, green sea turtles were hatching, and they talked about that and showed a bunch how these things get wrapped up in fishing nets and plastic, you know. Uh, the yeah. pop can, you know, six pack yeah. lit things and all that kind of junk. It's pretty disgusting what happens to poor sea life. And yeah. uh, of course, you know, turtles and dolphins and things like that, they get stuck underwater. They're going to drown because they, they have to breathe air like we do. Um, and it, it sucks. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff on there. Ooh, let's see here. Interesting. We took a plastic pop, uh, you know, those things that hold pops together, uh, off a seagull one time on a, a dock. He was so relieved to get that off his foot. You've got to watch it. Hey, which brings me to, have you seen that commercial for that Lomi? It's that uh, you take all your house. Yeah, I saw one of those last turns night. It into dirt. It's a countertop um, compost posting unit. Yeah, mm. that's interesting. And yeah, I, it, it is. And basically, you can put plastic in there, and they, they came up with the first uh, recyclable phone case. And uh, all your uh, countertop or all your kitchen, you know, uh, vegetable matter and whatnot, you can throw in there basically anything. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it composts into like a dry stuff that Good. you can, you know, soil, like you can plant plants in and whatnot. It looked pretty interesting. Yeah. I want to get one just to try it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You need something like that. All these landfills and the methane gas, you know, keeps those people squawking about global warming. <laughs> so, Jim, in the middle of the ocean the water is blue like in the middle of the pacific or well, i'm not pacific but this middle of the atlantic or the indian ocean yeah on a sunny day <laughs> of course wow. it is that's what yeah it's on the maps mm -hmm. it's always blue yeah the deeper it is the bluer it is <laughs> just like uh, that in colorado we have blue mountains you know yeah mm -hmm. you know if it's a cloudy day not so much but on a sunny day yeah mm -hmm. just depends mm -hmm. yep it gets deep dark and uh, the closer you get to, uh, you know, the, th the shallower it becomes, it, it's a lighter blue and 
you know, that kind of thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. That is. And when you get out there and there's nothing in all directions but horizon <laughs> and water, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anywho, let's see here. Well, if, if nobody else has anything for John and Kathy, we can go ahead and let them take off. I know they got things they need to do today. Yes, we do. Getting ready. My oh, here we go. Again. was just looking at, uh, you know, on Skype, pictures come up. And uh, it's like, oh, mommy. So, no, that's uh, Sergeant Jim Ram. So just he got... was walking around, Sergeant Jim Ram, Sergeant Jim Ram. I had him on mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brenda, man. New friend today. <laughs> we just got kicked so off of Jitsi again. Got off again. Yeah, I don't know what's going on today. Something they must be having some major system issues or something yeah. at Jitsi. Yes, you it's, did. Yeah. Must be that Canadian okay, government shut people down. Yeah, we all got we all got shut off again, <laughs> but people are coming back. <laughs> but anyway, based out of. Um, I'm not sure. I thought they were like uh, overseas somewhere. But I'm not oh. positive. I'm gonna have to check into that. They, they'll, they'll well, probably... I heard those Canucks up there are shutting their truckers' internets off, and so what they're doing is they're videotaping stuff. I just played it later where Sorry, Robert. I had to mute you. There was feedback. All figures it would be Robert, wouldn't it? Oh man, strange <laughs> stuff. Anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're done for now. We've got to get on to the next uh, next deal. All right, guys, take oh, care. Jim. We'll uh, we'll catch you later. Okay, sounds good. Well, somebody's see calling you, you Jim. Showing mute. Yep. There you go. Yeah, somehow or another. Oh man, everything's screwed up. <clears throat> yes, it is. Careful. <laughs> good grief. <laughs> anyway. John and Kathy, thanks so much. We will see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel, and we'll catch up with you tonight at 5.30. We'll see you this afternoon. We're going to be on that thing, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. get on a little bit early, you know, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are probably going to be jumping on there. Yep. All righty. We'll see you then. Okay. Bye. See you. Yep. good. good. Take care, y'all. Take care. Bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. You, too. Bye. Okay. All righty. So, anyway... Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Jitsi today. Two Weird. or three times getting booted off, and oh man, kind of crazy. But anyway, we'll just keep plugging along here. Uh, we got well, a few of us back now. <laughs> yeah, man. that wiped out again. Yeah, it's there's something weird going on, but it's it's definitely Jitsi. We just you know getting booted off and. Yeah, slowly but surely, people are making it back. <clears throat> so, does anybody else have any questions about uh, Hyperverse or cruising <laughs> or anything else? Otherwise, I'm going to get into some of the other stuff I see going on here. Hit it. Uh, let's see here. California lawmakers fast-tracking child health bills. You know, they're trying that stupid uh, Richard Pan uh that guy is the bane of California's existence when it comes to everything having to do with injections. So-called physician. And uh, California lawmakers have chosen to fast-track several key child health bills. It should be anti-health bills. 
that will further erode parental rights and infringe on parents' ability to maintain medical freedom. And that's something I wanted to talk to John about, and I forgot to mention it, was uh, uh, private membership organizations. Those things are, really, they should go hand-in-hand with what we're doing with Roger's stuff. Because we uh, use Roger's material to regain our own personal freedom and financial and health and spiritual freedom. But how do you function, and this is where you get it, with a private health or a private membership organization, you can literally take all of your business to the private side of things. You can have a restaurant, a doctor's office, virtually anything that you would do in the public, but you do it as a private organization where the people that your patrons are members. And as such, you are operating under private the right to private uh, contract, <clears throat> which is uh, protected under Article One, Section Ten of the Constitution. And no state can pass any law that would, as I let me read directly from the Constitution here, uh, any law um, impairing the obligation of contracts. So, in other words, if you engage in private contract. I'm going to provide you with groceries and you're going to provide me with cash. <laughs> it's a private agreement and governments can't get involved in that. And they can't force you to make your patrons wear face diapers. They can't force you to be injected. You, you're basically back in freedom again. And more and more people are starting to do this. Um, I've been, that's the one thing I've been researching over the weekend uh, different things, and there's, you know, medical doctors, uh, chiropractors, uh, all kinds of folks are setting these things up, and uh, they'll basically issue, a, uh, instead of doing with, dealing with insurance, they'll, you know, basically take cash payment and give them a receipt, and then they turn the receipt into their health insurance provider, and they get reimbursed. So there's ways cool. around these things, and... It just seems like I'm going to try and get somebody on to discuss that, that, you know, specializes in these things. But um, any, you know, you can do your family set it up as a private member organization. Um, and that way you can homeschool your kids and they're, you know, guaranteed that they can't touch you. Um, and actually homeschooling is a term that the government has kind of co-opted and sort of taken over. So they call it private educational uh, or associations or something like that where you can have a bunch of people get together and uh, if one parent is good at math and one parent's good at science and whatnot they can set up their own little private education association that all their yeah. kids go to and the parents are the teachers and they're totally outside of all government regulation and unless the government can prove that they are creating a life or death type of situation they can't intervene and it's really uh, an awesome uh, situation that basically goes hand in hand with what we do and i think this is a thing I w and i want to mention that to john because i know he's had some people out there in california that were looking into pmas i don't know that i'm i'm curious whether he has talked to them about how they deal with the specific stuff uh, individuals things like um, taxes uh, or drivers 
you know, abilities and things like that versus traveling and things. Um, it would be interesting to see what some of these guys talk about because um, we might be able to help them and they might be able to help us. And in, in the process, we all help each other get out from under this government tyranny. But um, that's something that I thought was kind of interesting. I'm going to play... Uh, hmm. I haven't listened to this. This is a doctor, a, ch a chiropractor, and um, she has set up her practice as a private member organization or a private health organization, association. And there's a two-minute thing about case law. I'm going to see what... Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen. I just downloaded it and put it on my uh, phone, but I'm going to play it here just for the fun of it. Hopefully it'll be good. Hi again, in another short video. This one we're going to talk about case law and give you some pretty fun examples of things like constitutional shield and words like sanctuary and again, why private membership associations are pretty darn cool. Okay, so here's a quick little uh, lesson on case law and private membership associations. There have been over 16,000 cases brought to different various courts in the history of private membership associations, and all of the uh, rulings were upheld in the favor of the private membership association. So here's some neat things that were said during some of these cases. Pierce versus Society of Sisters. The private domain is referred to as a sanctuary from unjustified interference by the state. Roberts versus the United States. The private domain is called a constitutional shelter. Roberts versus the United States. The private domain is referred to as a shield. Thomas B. Collins, U.S. Supreme Court, says domains set apart for free assembly. And Baird versus Arizona, the right to association per the First Amendment, Amendment creates a preserve. There have been no U.S. Supreme Court decisions to the contrary to date, with the exception of being the clear and present danger of substantive evil. So if one of the associations was planning something really bad, then the ruling was not in the favor of the association. All right? So hope that's a little helpful on the case law. Okay. Short and sweet. You know, I hate when they use the term case law because that's a bogus term um, come up with by lawyers. All it is is at best, legal precedent or, or case precedent where individual uh, cases, you know, they start to take it as, okay, the, the court ruled, so this is the way it is in all cases, and that's not necessarily the case. But Is that uh, sort of like stare decisis? Yeah, basically, generally. Okay. Um, so, you know, but really, it's an opinion. That's what courts issue, especially the Supremes. They issue opinions, and it depends on the people whether they want to be born, you know, you know, uh, 
uh, uphold it, whatever. But anyway, that person that was talking was, um, what's her name? Uh, hmm. Let me see if I can find her. Um, she's a chiropractor and Dr. Lane, L-A-Y-N-E is her name. And if you, she's got, if you go to Rumble and punch in, just do a search for PMAs, capital P, capital M, capital A, low, small s, uh, you'll have a whole bunch of things pop up. And she's blonde. Um, why should I have a PMA? And m most of the ones she does are short and sweet. But um, there's, a, there's a lot of good information there. And there's some longer ones. Um, uh, Citizens United for Freedom. Um, a guy named Mike Colum, C-O-L-O-M-B, is a guy who's been doing this for quite some time, apparently. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he actually um, went to law school... But he was influenced by, I think it was a judge in California that he knew for a long time who basically told him, says, if you become a member of the bar, you're going to be number one, first up, upholding to the court, then to the bar association, and then basically to your, to your client. Um, mm -hmm. So he never, never became a bar member and just uses his tr legal training to help people with these things and um, some rather interesting stuff. Um, the American frontline doctors, uh, and nurses, uh, talk with Mike Colum about, uh, you know, setting up PMAs and that kind of thing. Um, so this is something, these things have been around for a long, long, long time. And they're just now starting to pop back up because of all the government encroachment that we're seeing into the private lives of people. And more and more people, when they find out what's involved, uh, and what the benefits are of doing something like this. They're like, sign me up, you know? <laughs> so, uh, definitely something worth looking into. I know John's mentioned on the shows a few times, uh, regarding his, uh, Sunday afternoon meetings that he's having with people out there in California. And, um, you know, at least there's some folks out there that are starting to push back and they're taking, you know, they're setting up, you know, restaurants and other businesses, where, you know, it just says right out front, you know, Joe Schmo's Restaurant, a private membership organization, new members welcome. And, you know, basically then the people come in, they sign a little document joining, and some people will charge like a, a dollar a year. Or some people, you know, there was one person that was talking on a thing I was listening to the other day, they charge you like a $25 annual fee. And then if you buy like 300 bucks worth of stuff, you end up getting it back in discounts. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, um, it basically keeps other people from, you know, doing things to cause problems. You know, they don't want to pay the money or something, but you know, when they, when the people see what's going on and the fact that they can get good quality, you know, in the case of a grocery store kind of thing, um, they can get good quality grass fed beef and, you know, organic vegetables and raw milk. And they don't have to worry about government hassle. Sign me up. <laughs> you know, yeah. they actually, there's somewhere, I think out in, I believe it's Connecticut, where they have set up a uh, PMA bank where you can actually bank there. They actually have silver backing everything. And um, I don't know all the details. I just heard them talking about it, but it sounded really cool. And um, so there's, there's all kinds of stuff going on with this now. And uh, people are getting very, very creative. 
and it's just a matter like anything else you have uh, it would be similar to articles of incorporation although it's not something that's filed anywhere you just set it up and have it on hand although they recommend uh, publishing the name of the organization or association in a in a legal uh, entity of some sort but um, other than that there's really nothing involved you, you can get a uh, uh, EIN under 508 uh, of the Internal Revenue Code which is a non-reporting that's what I have for my uh, corporation soul and uh, it's just so that you can do banking um, but there's no reporting. You don't uh, send any forms to the government or anything like that. In, what, 18 years now that I've had my uh, corporation soul, I've never filed another IRS form at all for it. And uh, same kind of thing. But um, it's a, it's pri in the private realm instead of the public realm, which is really pretty cool. And, uh, and you open that account without a social? What's that? You open that bank account without a social security number? Uh, all, none of my accounts have socials on, attached to them, no. Wow. wow, wow, wow. And Nothing I did, uh, two of them were done after 9-11. That's when all the big wow. changes came in. Wow. My original personal account I set up in 99, and mm -hmm. I walked in and just gave them a W-8, and they, I was in and out in 15 minutes. Uh, they knew what it was? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, as is when I when I first uh, I originally when I was under the impression that the social was the nexus, you know, which Rogers disproved. Um, no, I I basically rescinded the signature on my original SS five form, which was the application for a number that my parents filled out for me, and um, I just sent it to the IR or to the Social Security Administration, saying I'm rescinding the signature, nuck pro tunk from the very beginning. So I act as though I've never had a Social Security number. And I, when I did that in 99, I basically um, let my fingers do the walking back when we still had yellow pages. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, I called, uh, I started calling banks. And the first bank I called was Fifth Third Bank in my town. And I called them and, you know, talked to uh, the assistant manager who was still there. Um, every time I go in there, I'm surprised that, you know, I, she was, I just had her notarize something for me a couple of weeks ago. And she said, I got four more years to go. So I gave her a card for um, Hyperverse. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, when I went in there the first time, I, I told her, or I called and says, uh, I want to set up a non-interest bearing account. I don't have a social security number, but I can give you a W-8 form. Sure, come on in. And I walked and, in there and she had me set up in no time. And I was in and out in 15 minutes. And Jim, say again what the W-8 is. Back then, it was a certificate of foreign status. Oh, okay. Which basically, if you didn't have a social security number, you're foreign to the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's W-8-B-E-N. They have changed the form since then, which is a beneficiary, but you can still use it. Um, it's a little bit more roundabout, but you, that's still a form that you can use uh, mm -hmm. if you don't have the social security number. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, I, but back then it worked great. And... Uh, then after that, in 2004, I set up my uh, my ministry and mm -hmm. uh, set up the ministry accounts, and I used the EIN for the ministry, but I didn't give my uh, didn't give them a social security number for me or anything, and I still mm -hmm. went through. You know, still I've had them ever since, and I use them all the time. Wow, wow! And same so, bank, same people. <laughs> yeah. And now, since you've renounced your social altogether, 
you won't be getting, not that it matters, but you won't be getting Social Security benefits, though, correct? Well, actually, when I retired in 96, I had to apply for Social Security and Medicare because I was going out on a disability. That was the rules that the pension board had. And mm -hmm. when I supplied for Social Security, or applied for it, they sent me one check for $211 and said that's all I'd ever get. <laughs> that's what I said. Well, they said, so you'd be double dipping. I said, wait a minute. I paid into Social Security, and I paid into my police pension. If I paid into yeah. two, I should get paid out yeah. two. No, that's yes. not the way it works. You'd be double dipping. I said, no, it's double dipping is when you idiots pay in one and you take out twice. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. And yeah. people do that too. Yeah, I get screwed on my what I'm due so they can rip people off themselves. Yeah. And that's basically what it boiled down to. You mm -hmm. know, I granted when I, when most of my adult life, the majority of my time was paid into the pension. You know, mm -hmm. I worked as, when I was in school, uh, part-time jobs and some full-time jobs and things like that. But as far as the large amount, you know, even if I was going to get Social Security, it would probably be, you know, 150 bucks a month or something based on what I paid in. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I personally don't care. And uh, Now you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I definitely, you know, I have told them a long time ago, I don't want nothing from you and you don't get nothing from me. You know, yeah. I've been getting all this crap in the mail because I'm 64, uh, going to turn 65 this year, and I keep getting all this crap in the mail about Medicare, and I just throw it all in the trash. I don't open it, don't look at it, it all goes in the trash. And uh, I don't want anything to do with it. You know, why, why should I get involved with a system that will only pay for what kills me and good. charges me to help <laughs> do it? You know? And they're good at that. You know, so... I figure, you know, the, if if I get in a position of, you know, unless I get run over by a bus or shot, I never go to an MD anyway, and that's all they'll pay for. So I'll find myself, you know, some other form, or I'll just pay as I go. Or Either like way, you need to afford it. <laughs> yeah, and the way the way I feel at this point, you know, as long as the federal government is paying anybody that you know wades across the Rio Grande, gives them free everything. I got no problem going in there and saying, no habla, send it to yeah. collections. <laughs> yeah. That's that's an excellent point. You're right about that. You know, uh, if they're going to give it free to invaders, I think I get it free too. And you would I, think. Yeah. You and would they, think. Yeah. But, you know, I, I personally don't think there's going to be any problem anyway because I'm not going to, you know, like I said, unless I have something major if I get shot, hopefully I'll get shot permanently, you know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's the only time I would go for anything like that anyway, so I'm not worried about it. Well, but, you should. No. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Everything else is working fine, you know. So, not on any drugs. They'd freak out if I went in there. We need to see your medical records. Don't have any. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what drugs are you on? Not. <laughs> that's un-american dream yeah yeah yep yeah ultimate uh ultra body toddy yeah, yeah exactly. it. it's what keeps me off all the drugs <laughs> mm -hmm. stupid people but yeah now i uh, 
got up this morning. My wife's looking at an email she just got. You know, they they extended her start date from today to to Wednesday because they had some more construction doing on the building and whatnot. And she gets an email saying now they want to see her uh, all her shot records and all that stuff. And I said, uh-huh. You're playing that card now. <laughs> so okay. I'm just going to tell her. I said, you know, just submit the copy of this affidavit. See attached affidavit. Don't have any shot records. Won't yep. create any. Yep. But. Um, It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out because they've already hired her. So now if anything they do stupid would be in the hands of the EOC mm-hmm. and uh, they, they get slapped. Yep. That's it. So we are good grief. Time flies when you're having fun and when mm-hmm. Jitsi's going crazy. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> I, I do appreciate everybody that's persevered and come back every time they got bumped off. But, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with this thing today. But uh, we'll, hopefully things will be worked out and it'll be better tomorrow. So take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. And something new, try to be humbly, humbly, uh, humbly grateful and not grumbly hateful. <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. care. We'll see you all tomorrow. God bless. Later.